0: Let's talk robotics, an industry report out from the team at Cowen. Thinking about the interplay with climate change. Joining us, Joseph Giordano is an analyst covering diversified industrials and automation, robotics sectors at Cowen. Uh, Joseph, uh, tell us about the report and uh, why now and uh, the kind of origin of uh, the research that your team is doing. First of all,
1: thanks for having me. Uh, So four years ago at Cowen, we saw this next generation of robotics revolution kind of starting. So we decided to jump into the industry, make some contacts, and we started this series called Two Sex Machina. Um, we've tackled a bunch of different topics, and this year we thought, well, let's do something easy. Let's do climate change. Um, so we worked with our partners at Mass Robotics. We partnered with leading private companies like Locust Robotics. And we looked at how robotics can be a tool that is one of many that companies use to meet public. Public the commitments they've made to climate like companies now are in this paradox where demand is rising very rapidly um but they also have these commitments to be carbon neutral lower emissions so how are we going to do this and and robotics we think is a real way to not necessarily lower carbon directly but maximize output per unit of carbon uh, as demand keeps accelerating so that's kind of what we looked at here
0: where does the demand mostly come from is it these big uh, e-commerce delivery and packaging centers where does that uh Uh, automation most used right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, e-commerce is the fundamental driver of a lot of this. And we saw in COVID a huge shift, a dislocation really of the percentage of uh, of commerce that was e-commerce. And now that's moderating back towards like the longer term trend, but it's certainly taking a much bigger share. Um, And and that's where this type of technology needs to be deployed. Uh, Amazon was obviously a leader in something like this, but the rest of the sector is now is now following.
0: Okay, so as uh, there's a continued build out, uh, what does that look like? COVID, post COVID, do you generally expect there to be consistency in the build out for these uh, industrial e-commerce uh, uh, centers, or have uh, has that demand pull forward from the pandemic kind of skewed the expectations going forward? What does it look like the trailing year and a half versus? Uh, the next year uh, joe yeah i mean
1: so certainly that's been a, a big topic of late given comments from amazon about overbuilding uh, but i think we really have to kind of bifurcate this a little bit amazon was a leader uh that is very far ahead of of most of the sector uh if you look at where the e-commerce channels are at, there's a lot of big retailers in the country and they need to they're catching up the diet is cast on e-commerce becoming a greater percentage share and we could we could debate did it go too far in COVID? Is it coming back a little bit? But over time, it is, this is happening. So we think that these companies will spend through uh, you know recessionary environments. They have to be more omnichannel. I think they know that. I think that's pretty well expect- accepted. And if you talk to integrators in the space, that's they all kind of agree. I mean, we could, could there be a, a short period now where we're having supply chain issues and things like that? Yes, but the long-term trend here is pretty well established. Um, and, and And these types of technologies you know, were at one point these technologies were a nice to have you know we 're trying to get um, it's a cost benefit of analysis of do we want to use labor do we want to use robotics now it's not even it 's not really a debate it's if you want to grow a certain a, a certain amount, there is not enough labor it's fundamentally impossible to get it so robotics has to be part of that solution otherwise we just can't fulfill the demand that 's happening
0: i guess the the demand correlates with the depth of the paper. This is a 86 page report uh, that uh, compiles the research that you did with Mass Robotics. Give us the executive summary here. Does it ultimately come down to stock picks uh, as uh, your team at the end of the day is looking for companies, right?
1: Yeah, no question. And, and, and you're right, we uh, we use 12 analysts across the Calend platform on something like this. We partnered with Mass Robotics. Uh, we partner with private companies. Uh, I think one thing, one thing that was interesting about the case study we did, so we we partnered with Locus Robotics, who's a, a leading uh, robotics supplier for like warehouse-type technologies, and we spoke with one of their key customers in DHL. And we, we made this model. It's pretty comprehensive. There's a million inputs into it, but over the next, if we go through 2050, if we were to take a solution like this, not necessarily this one, but there are others like it, but something like that, and fully deploy it over through 2050, what can the impact on that be? Uh, and we're taking things into account like, um, solar energy and EVs and all these things, but just this one technology, on average, could save the planet like twenty over twenty-five percent of the current output of UPS, over fifteen percent of the output of uh, Amazon, on average over through twenty fifty. This is just one technology. It's at hundred percent deployment, which obviously is unlikely. But there are a lot of technologies out there. Uh, so everything that goes on will be additive. And when we did our survey. 90% of, of, of the end users of robotics uh, expect to use robotics towards some sort of climate change end, but less than 50 have actually deployed it for that for that tool yet. So mm. this is kind of just starting. Um, there's a lot of private companies involved in this. Some of them I'm sure will become public over the course of the next couple of years. That's part of the reason at Cowan we wanted to dive into this industry four years ago. We we kind of saw this uh, this wave coming and we think it's happening now. Of the companies that I cover publicly, I think ABB is a great way to play this. It's a, a large European-based uh, robotics and automation company that has a fully scaled robotics platform they've been acquiring these kind of mobile robotics into warehouse applications i think that's an interesting play uh, as well as cognex which is a vision a vision company uh, based in boston which is a hub for all this type of technologies uh, and and they are big at at amazon at all these leaders in in terms of uh scoping out what's on a package how what's the size where are the labels is it oriented correct uh so that's that's an, another favorite of ours
0: cognex is uh, one i've heard of before ABB, though, definitely one that uh, flies under our radar, generally thinking mostly about uh, US businesses here. Uh, And and uh, that seems like the top pick from the the report, basically. Uh, And that's the company based in Switzerland. So how do we track uh, uh, the adoption of their technologies? Is this just a big sales growth story for these companies? are they uh, profitable at this point? Are we buying into uh, companies that still have to prove profitability? Or uh, how kind of early in the going from a fundamental perspective, uh, when we're thinking about this as investors, uh, are, uh, how does that look in terms of uh, you know, growth versus uh, you know, profitability and actual kind of stability on the bottom line? Because this market's been pretty unforgiving, no matter how cool your end market is or demand or your products, if you're not making money. be a tough trade yeah
1: there's no question i'm glad you i'm glad you mentioned that something like abb flies under your radar because we've had that uh comment multiple times this is a company that's been around a very long time has a very (laughs) large us business um has a liquid adr in the us but a lot of people just don't know it they don't think about it they're not uh it's not in the it's not in their conversation when they're thinking about who should i be involved with i think it's a very interesting play uh because of the comprehensive nature of the portfolio It has a fully scaled automation platform plus a fully scaled robotics platform, which is totally unique globally. There's there's robot companies and there's automation companies. This is the only one that's all of that. And they have the balance sheet to do a lot of deals. They're already starting, but we feel like they can be a consolidator of technologies both in the US and globally, but we think that's very interesting. So that's a not like a proven necessarily type company that they're a big global scale business. There are a lot of private companies that are of varying stages of scale. Locust, for example, is one we worked with. They are one of the larger private companies. There are some with revenues that look very small today. And yes, we've all seen what's happened with some of the more recent public-facing companies where they have huge growth uh, expectations and they come up a little bit short and then you get hit. I think, look, directionally, all these kind of estimates are directionally accurate for a lot of these private companies in this space specifically. The magnitude, we could probably debate whether you get to a target in year three or year four or year five, but I think ultimately that is the right it's the right shape. It's like the, the steepness of it is, is what could be what can be hit. There's probably gonna be consolidation though. There are a lot of companies actively going after the same types of solutions because they're so needed. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how this shapes up, but there's probably gonna be a lot of activity.
0: Joe, super cool, really good stuff. And uh, love the uh, way you distill all this analysis into a couple of favorite uh, picks to uh, get that exposure to uh, this uh, growing space. So looking forward to following up on the specifics for these stocks uh, in the future. Really cool report uh, from the team. Uh, Appreciate you bringing it to us. Joe Giordano is analyst covering diversified industrials, automation, and robotics sectors at Cowan. ABB and Cognex, the two big picks, CGNX, the ticker there.